Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Some call me a pessimist, but you know what? It's okay because John Mara, the owner of the Giants, he gets me. He's talking about rock bottom, and boy, do I have a major rock bottom this NFL season. Let's focus on the bad this year, shall we, until the good teams start playing. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are mere days away from the class of the NFL competing in the tournament to determine a champion. Good football, competent football, successful football, winning game plans, championship DNA. So for me, in my world, I just want to one last time before we get to teams that are good, Focus on the bad this NFL season. Ken Levick alive Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. I am on the road. I am remote today. I'm on the road with FAU basketball in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. That's where you find Middle Tennessee State FAU plays tonight. So that means I am missing out on being face-to-face with uh, the radio woman of my dreams. I am very (laughs) sad. Very sad. I can't look her (laughs) right in her beautiful eyes. She is the the radio station mom. She is the show queen. She is Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I mean this sincerely. Keely, I have missed you, missed you dearly over the last several weeks. I've missed you too. I, you know what? And when I came in, I see Brian McLevin Rowitz, who does our schedule, did good by not telling me you weren't going to be here <laughs> because I would have been like, oh no, deuces, I'm not, I'm not coming. I mean, no, <laughs> I'm no, no offense, Stone. No offense. Oh, man, that's funny. But. I, I was, was wondering I, if I was you on knew. The fence. I was I was on the fence because uh, today is my husband's birthday and we're we're going out later. Oh. And you know, at at this age, I can't speak for him, but for me at this age, I need like a power nap. <laughs> and this like show falls during my nap time. Uh-huh. So I said, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna go. I get to see Ken. And then I come in here and I, I see Labanowitz's mug. I'm I like, know. what is what's good, Peach? Y'all ain't gonna let me know. <laughs> I said, that's all right though. You know what, Keely? I I had a bad feeling that that was going to be the case, that you actually weren't going to be told that uh, <laughs> I wasn't in today. So I apologize for that, but a lot's happened since the last time you were with me. Uh, the yeah. show's gone to two hours. Yeah, uh, I know. I, yeah, how I about heard. that? I how know, about that? I know. And so two hours with Labanowitz. I know, I know. Uh, trust me, I do it every day. What's it is good, Ken? I, I know, I know. You, you've done too much in your career to deserve this, and I sincerely apologize on behalf of everybody at ESPN West Palm for you having <laughs> to spend two hours today and every Thursday with him. But it's good to have you because, and still the Banowitz, by the way, Friday Night Lights in the end of John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers. And what is the weather like today down there, Keely? You know what? I sprinted from the car, so I'm hot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. You know what? It's it's about what low seventies, mid seventies, okay. something like that. It's nice. Okay. This morning wasn't awesome, but because uh, it was kind of dreary and a little chilly. But you know, at about nine o'clock, the sun comes out. And okay. It's really nice. 
right off of the sunshiny and uh, seasonably warm intercoastal. Okay, so how would you describe Keely? I just want to I want to pick your brain here. Uh-oh. I just want to get a feel for how you 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 view me. How would you describe my my personality and my overall outlook on life? Uh, uh well, you are, I heard you in the open. You are definitely a pessimist. <laughs> okay. For sure. Okay. Um and you get down on yourself too much. I don't like it, Ken. Uh, I know. Ken, and- you're a good dude. And I appreciate the encouragement, and I appreciate the inspiration. But the only reason I bring this up, Keely, and there are many people more successful than me with a lot more money than me, you being one of them, actually. But <laughs> I'm um, married in the money. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, John Mara, the owner of the New York Giants. Boy, is it had been uh, it's been a rough couple of years for him, and uh, he just made the decision to fire his uh, his head coach Joe Judge. And uh, John Mara actually talked about it yesterday. And there's one part of his press conference from yesterday. That really spoke to me. That really appealed to me. Let's listen to John Mara from yesterday post-firing Joe Judge. Is this as embarrassed as you've been about the franchise? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. Um, I kept thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and that each week it got a little worse. So, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say it's yes. It hit rock bottom, and then it got even worse. I mean, that's that is the successful big money owner of an NFL team who you'd think. I mean, his disposition on life is constant sunniness, and he even he owns the team in the Giants. And Joe Judge broke him rock bottom, and then each week got worse. That's pretty telling about how bad the Giants were. And would you believe me if I told you, Keely, that a couple of days ago in Friday Night Lights, Labanowitz can back me up on this. We actually had someone who tried to call and defend Joe Judge uh, back on Monday when we thought that Joe Judge was actually going to keep his job with the Giants. I can't think of one thing that Joe Judge would have done to make me say, oh, yeah, he should come back next year. What did the person say? How did they even try to defend it? Uh, I believe there was a Dave Gettleman. It was the general manager. He's at fault. Joe Judge, he's just trying to coach the players, something like that. Uh, never mind the fact that Joe Judge had a bunch of unhinged and weird press conferences uh, over the last three weeks that not only did he have a bad time coaching, I think he's having a bad time mentally as well. And so uh, <laughs> it was time to, to make the decision. But it did get me thinking. When I hear the term Keeley rock bottom, mm-hmm. You know that we're about to come up on the season where we celebrate greatness. These teams have earned a chance to play in this mm-hmm. tournament to go to the Super Bowl and play for a title. This is the last chance we have to reflect on the bad of the NFL season. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Keely, I think that there are more out there that have had a bad, uh, from a fan standpoint, there are more people listening right now that had a bad NFL season as opposed to a good NFL season, yeah. right? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> the numbers say so. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and especially where we live, if you're a native of South Florida, that football team, there's definitely a lot more bad than there was good this year. So I just want to take this opportunity, since we've established I'm a pessimist, uh, and since we've established that if if John Mara, a man with endless money who owns one of the storied football franchises, he can be talking about rock bottom, I want to take advantage of this opportunity to one last time focus on the rock bottom before you and I next Thursday are going to have to actually talk about competence on the football (laughs) field. This is much more in my comfort zone here. Rock bottom 
this year for you in the NFL season? I'll give it a start here, and then mm-hmm. we're going to go around the horn. Me had to be the Dolphins going to London with a matchup with Coach McCrotchy Grind and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just two weeks after Keeley, Urban Meyer decided not to fly back with the Jaguars after a loss in Cincinnati. Instead, he drove to Columbus to hang out with the grandkids, a.k.a. have a blonde grind on him uh, during a, a, a Can't trip. Can't you do both? Yeah, I, I suppose he can double task. Multitask? Yes. He definitely multitasked. He definitely did. Grandkids were in the bed. <laughs> grandkids, man some slack. That's right. Grandkids go to bed and Grandpa goes to get grinded on at his restaurant. You know, it's just, it's a story as old as time. But after that, they go to London and the Jaguars pick up their first win of the year with Urban and all the drama surrounding him and beat the Dolphins. Not only that, Brian Flores got outcoached in the fourth quarter of that game. That was the low point of the season for me, the point where you feel angry. And I didn't get over that for a couple of days because it was so embarrassing, not even disappointment, but it was embarrassing. That had to be the rock bottom of the NFL season for me. So when you asked me earlier what was the rock bottom, I have to be honest. I am I'm a bad fan. Okay. Because I don't get high or low with my teams. I can't. But that's because, quite good. When it, it, I can't for a couple of reasons. One, I don't know if my insurance covers that much therapy to where I can go <laughs> and see a therapist that much because I'm so invested in a team to where <laughs> when they're low, I'm low. The other thing is there's a lot of responsibility on me. We heard them say it to Spider-Man with great, what is it, with great power becomes comes great responsibility. Exactly. And my responsibility as the show mom, as the station mom, <laughs> is to make sure that I'm not just snapping on people because I'm mad at this team. Uh-huh. I can't snap on my actual children and I can't snap on y'all because I lose my job. So having said that, I do uh, live vicariously through the fans. Okay. And so when the fans, particularly here in South Florida, are upset by what goes on with the Dolphins, I, I take that on. Okay. And then I try to say, okay, if I were them right now, where what would my feeling be? And my feeling, <laughs> we've gone lower with the Brian Flores firing. Okay. Because where do we go from here? Because when you fire a coach that's won 19 games in the last two years and had back-to-back winning seasons in 18 years, yeah. where do you go? What what? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the I don't know if you ever saw that viral video with those two girls um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and it was a shooting at the club La Bella Noche. It's uh-huh. like if you can't go to Bella Noche, where can you go? <laughs> so if you can't win to 19 games in two seasons and still keep your job, what can you do? Uh, so you there's, there's that. Yeah, and then yeah. it's the why. Is it because of him, quote unquote, losing the locker room? Of other players would obviously beg to differ. Is it because he's more Belichickian, if you will, and that he's like everybody is the same? Mm-hmm. So even you two are, two are you are, are the same as everybody here on this team, and maybe that doesn't jive with Tua. I know sometimes, again, no, no offense, Lebanowitz, these <laughs> these Gen Zers and millennials, they they look different. Oh, they made different. Keely. Keely taking <laughs> shots at Gen Z. You know what? I'm on board. But, but you know, they're, they're made a little different. They're not <laughs> made. You're you're a millennial technically, Kim. But I you're, am. But you're like a zennial. 
what they like to call zennials, like yeah. between, you know, yeah. the millennial and the Gen Xers. Like, I'm on the tail end of Gen X. Right. Like, right. we're made different. We That's didn't right. all get the participation trophy <laughs> and you're the greatest. We all uh, knew that there was some stuff that we sucked at uh, and our parents were not going to sugarcoat it and tell. Nope. They weren't going to tell us we sucked, nope. but they weren't going to say, but you, Ken, you can play center for your high school basketball team. <laughs> if you believe. All five foot seven uh-huh. of That's you. That's right. Right. That's right. Did I short you? You seven uh, or eight? Uh, I'm actually, so <laughs> I say, I say I'm five, seven. I'm more like five, six. Same difference. Yeah. My point is you ain't playing the five spot. For Hell nobody, is, no. is, is my point. Uh huh. And you knew that. And Greg wasn't going to tell you you were. No, 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 definitely not. Greg you know? would have laughed in my face because it's tough love. You right. need to be delivered that. You're right. These Gen Zers, they get, they, get, they, get, they get gassed up too much, and then they think they can believe they can do everything. you got to live in reality. And so, uh, you know, with Brian Flores, you bring up an interesting point with that because rock bottom – I could see where you think that's rock bottom and where Dolphins fans would think that's rock bottom because you haven't seen a lot of success. You haven't seen back-to-back winning seasons. No, he hasn't made the playoffs, but he's won a lot of games. And it's tough to consume a firing when it may be more for personality reasons than it is for actual football reasons, coaching reasons. And you bring in a coach and pay him big money to coach. And with football... I think that there's this still there's there's this this thought that hey I want my coach to be a tough ass I want him to be bad mm-hmm. I want him to be to, to to discipline and then that's how players respond I don't know if that's really the case but he did win a lot of games you're right with that and it's tough if you if Brian Flores isn't working and he actually was winning based on Dolphin standards right. where the hell do you go from here right exactly and so and it got me thinking about uh, and and I'm gonna be speaking. Uh, double speak if you will it got me thinking okay the next generation if you will of head coaches do they have to be more you know player friendly if you will in order to more Pete Carroll less not that the Seahawks are doing well but you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. where where it's about love and team and we're all in this together and I'm your friend you're my friend I love you you love me we're a happy family the shout Barney out to Barney. Yeah, right. Shout up, Barney? out to Barney. Do we do that? Or do we do we feel like, okay, we need to start teaching these players as they come up? Yeah, I understand that you were ranked number one in this in college and high school, but now we're all the same. Cause because how do you start to form that relationship when you know it's going to end in divorce at yeah. some point. Somebody's yeah. going to leave, whether it's you or me, we're likely not going to, especially in this day and age, we're likely not going to be in this thing together till death do us part or until I retire or you retire. Right, right, exactly. I think that's an interesting question. You know, let's let's add on here. So let's let's start with because we have the opportunity, because we're just two days away from having to accept the fact that there's going to be nothing to complain about, that we're actually going to be watching teams that earned themselves a spot in a good place, which is the postseason. I want to give us a chance to reflect on the rock bottom. Myself, Keely, John Mara, whoever wants to jump in, what was the rock bottom of your NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, as always, at ESPN West Palm. But what was the rock bottom of your, you, your NFL season? 888-760-3776. And also, to Keeley's expanded point here, uh, if you have a team that has a job vacancy, do you want 
more of a player's coach, a Pete Carroll, a Cliff Kingsbury, someone like that, and Andy Reid is a player's coach, or do you think that this that your team, whichever team has the opening, the Giants are young, the Dolphins are young, do you need more of a disciplinarian, a, a Leslie Frazier type? The Dolphins are interviewing him that hasn't been popular amongst Dolphins fans. Brian Dable's a player's uh, type of coach, the Bills' offensive coordinator. What are you looking for, player's coach or kind of a tough ass if you have a team that has a job vacancy? 888-760-3776, 760 3776 and on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Again, your NFL rock bottom this year. And we know, Keely, in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, there are fans of every single NFL team. We get some of the weirdest mixes, the melting pot of NFL fandoms down here mm-hmm. in this area. Everybody has a rock bottom. Hell, there are teams that are in the playoffs that had some significant rock bottoms this year. Or it could be a team that made the postseason that's driving you insane. What was your NFL rock bottom? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I mean, we know this is in my wheelhouse. Let's go to the phones. Let's Let's jump in here and get to Benny in West Palm. What's going on, Benny? No, so let's. Most people know, unfortunately, I'm a Jet fan, which yeah. I don't even know if I'm a Jet fan. So rock bottom <laughs> starts when the season starts, like the day it starts, uh-huh. and the first quarter of the first game of <laughs> my life. It's just misery, uh-huh. and all I know is. I, it's, it's shocking that I'm still around even watching NFL, Man, being a Jet fan. I was uh, going to say, Vin, at this point, you're bringing it on yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, think Says about it. I fan. unfortunately yeah. grew up in New York. Somebody, and I had two older brothers that forced me to be a Jet fan. They could have been not kind to me and let me be a Giant fan. And we have some fleeting some success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm a miserable Met Jet Nick Ranger. So anyway, uh, NFL has been an interesting year. It's great to watch. It's nice to see some of the old names still in there. It's been interesting to see what the Patriots are doing. I don't understand the Flores thing. I will tell you, uh, I was saying this to another Dolphin fan, it's very hard to get a winning coach. Uh, Yes, they had a better record last year in the NFL. It's very hard to find coaches that can consistently win every year. I thought Tua uh, really put together a couple of good weeks at the end there until that, you know, game up north. But, you know, enough to, to let him go, I don't really understand it because what else is really out there? Unless they were going to land something spectacular, why would you take that, that jump? And um, I, I don't see that they're going to hire somebody spectacular. Maybe they do, but it doesn't look that promising right now. There's no guarantee that Brian Dayball is going to come in here and win 12 games. So um, that's my concern for you Dolphin fans. And like I said, my rock bottom is just every day being a Jet fan. Yeah, every day. Vin, appreciate the call. Keely, it's like to me, a, a, a Jets fan is is – it, like you're sort of a a, a a minor, right? Like you're 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 there. You're gonna dig. There's precious minerals, uh, and uh, you, you dig in. You start digging. You keep digging. It's a year. You still don't find anything. Another year. You still don't find anything. Next thing you know, you have this massive quarry. You've cleared out all this land, and you're still digging, and there's nothing. And it's just year after year of digging and sucking, and there's no other way for you to be able to get out of that, and you're just stuck. That's being a Jets fan. You're just you're. you're 
you're forever mired in work and labor and then nothing to pay off for. Maybe they think that if you've ever read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, there's a story he tells in there called Three Feet from Gold. And it's literally exactly what you were saying. It was talking about the gold rush of 1849 and how someone had come with, you know, sold all his possessions, had come to mine for gold. And he was digging and digging and digging and he never struck gold. And, and so finally, out of money, he, he left and went back home. Someone else came uh-huh. three feet from where he was and start digging and just kept digging <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit farther to either the left or the right that goes at three feet. And they strike gold and they end up being rich. Maybe... Jets wow. fans feel like Whoa. we're only three feet from gold, man. Or what, well, like a what's lot the of name feet. of that book? What's the name of that book? Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. You know what that is? That is actually an analogy for Bill Belichick, who the Jets had for 24 hours, <laughs> and then he went three feet to the left. He went to New England, and now we know them as the Dynasty Patriots. Yeah. And the Jets are still the Jets. Think and Grow Rich, the story <laughs> of the New York Jets. <laughs> Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. What was your you the individual your NFL rock bottom this season? And I do think there's a bigger discussion here to have about Brian Flores, and we'll get to that because we have some audio from Marcel Louis Jacques, our friend from ESPN, covers the Dolphins. Uh, a, a little behind the scenes with Pablo Torre this morning on ESPN Daily describing the behind the scenes with Flores and his coaching staff in particular. So we'll get to that here in our number one as well. What was your NFL rock bottom this season? Mine was the Dolphins losing to the Jaguars and Coach Mitch McGrindy in London. For Keeley, it's Brian <laughs> Flores being fired by the Dolphins. Uh, and actually, Friday Night Lights, Stone Labanowitz, it was him seeing the end of Cam Newton and what appears to be the end of Carson Wentz as well. Always a quarterback to the very end that Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. What was your NFL rock bottom? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. There's never any rock bottom here. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. This is actually peak because this is your path to the sports industry. This is how you get into sports. There are people like Keely that are talented and uh, she can just find her way because she's got inherent talent. Then there's dopes like me who got really lucky. If you actually want to learn about the sports industry and be able to make money in the sports industry and have a career in the sports industry, you do it at the business level. You do it with a degree with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Take summer semester courses remotely. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Dr. Jim Reardon, he is the coach of this whole thing. He's the man in charge. He's not going anywhere. He's had 22 consecutive winning seasons. He is the head of the FAU MBA sport management program. The professors are in the sports industry teaching a first-hand knowledge. They've adapted to the times, and that's why they're successful, and it's why that is going to lead you to a job in sports. It's the FAU MBA sport management program, fau.edu slash MBA sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. What was your NFL rock bottom? John Mara, Giants owner, said, well, it was every single week we kept finding a new rock bottom. Uh, what was your NFL rock bottom? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. The show queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. 
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I know y'all have them. Y'all have an NFL rock bottom this season. What is your NFL rock bottom? For John Mara, again, it was uh, every week of the Giants season and maybe every week that Joe Judge was the head coach of the Giants. And I said it yesterday on this show. The press conferences that Joe Judge had over the last month of the season were epic. I mean, that's the stuff that that sports talk radio is built on. Uh, the, uh, the, the yeah, they they deserve to boo me. The the whole I'm one of them. The uh, free agents call me all the time saying they want to be part of this Giants locker room. I mean, that's an outright lie. That's absolute nonsense. But it's hilarious, and I love it, and I eat it up, and I appreciate Joe Judge the character. And like I said yesterday. I'm just going to miss that little meatball. I am going to miss that little meatball so much. By the way, I don't know if you saw, Keeley, the New York Post, uh, again, the the true bastion of journalism in our time, the New York Post <laughs> had, uh, had photos of Joe Judge uh, at his home apparently getting cases, I mean cases of cases of beer delivered with pizza after pizza after pizza just going out after it yesterday just getting after it so it seems like he's drowning his sorrows a little bit maybe he had a part see you don't know ken you don't well, i'm know. not saying it's all for him he a good journalist he might he might have been dry he might not have had anything that's true, but Might I have been also for his boozy friend. <laughs> well, here's the thing: he's either a trying to surround himself with people because he's upset and disappointed, or b he's going on a binge. Either one, like I get it, <laughs> I, I get it. I would do the same exact thing in that situation. And the fact that there were reports that came out Monday that he was totally safe, and then Tuesday, I think what happened is John Mara saw the backlash to Joe Judge's job being safe and decided, uh, yeah, we actually have to make this move, or else I'm not going to have any fans in my. my my uh, PSLs are going to be all dried up for season tickets next year. Uh, he ended up making the move, so he got uh, he got misled a little bit. Uh, so your NFL rock bottom eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. This is her Friday because it's Thursday. This is her Friday. You can see her tonight. Oh, I'm not working tonight. I'm off oh, tonight. Oh, that's right because of your husband's birthday. That's right. So never mind. You have to. Wait till Happy next week. Birthday, Mr. President. Oh man, that was actually really good. I kind of, I can't, I, I I can't like that. with you. I'm gonna I, have to call Vivi. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell your husband to calm down, please? Um, so, so never mind. You, you can't enjoy Keely until next Monday. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. WPTV News 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. And again, your NFL rock bottom, 888-760-3776. We'll get to your calls in just a moment. But we do have some breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski first to report this. The Atlanta Hawks are trading Cam Reddish to the Knicks for a deal that includes a protected 2022 first-round pick via the Hornets. The Knicks also get Solomon Hill. And a 2025 second-round pick via Brooklyn in that trade. Kevin Knox is also going to Atlanta in that deal. So the Knicks are making moves as they try and get themselves into a playoff position here. Uh, Cam Reddish, who was taken uh, three picks before Tyler Hero, in fact, has really never panned out 
at all uh, for for Atlanta. So we'll see if a change of scenery and Tom Thibodeau can help him out. But an NBA trade uh, earlier today. Let's get back to the NFL. Your NFL rock bottom, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Again, examples. Me, the Jaguars beating the Dolphins. I mean, that was embarrassing. That is the rock bottom of rock bottom. Uh, and for Keeley, it's Dolphins related too, but it's how do you fire Brian Flores, who's had back-to-back winning seasons for a Dolphins organization that doesn't, well, win. win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that, that's a pretty key point there. Uh, let's go to Mike in Wellington. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Ken, thanks for taking my call. First, I just want to say I'm so glad I can listen to you for two hours now instead oh, of just man. the previous one. But I told you once, and I'll tell you again, I'm a Bucks fan. You've been my therapist. <laughs> my rock bottom was twice this year, once when we lost to the Washington football team, because I, I'm 100% confident if we would have won that game, the Bucks would have been the top seed yeah. in the NFC. My second rock bottom was watching that Antonio Brown show where he just quit in the middle of the game and just stormed off the field, no shirt, nothing, deucing the crowds because we lost a dynamic weapon going into the playoffs. So we're just so depleted. But those are my two rock bottom moments. Definitely more when we lost uh, Brown and he quit in a dynamic, fiery fashion. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Mike, appreciate it. Thank you so much. A dynamic, fiery fashion. That's the best way to put that. I um, uh, Speaking of rock bottoms, I think that last week this show had a rock bottom. I mean, it could be like the Giants, John Mara. Like every day I come on the air, there's a new rock bottom. It just gets worse and worse. But uh, Antonio Brown, Keely, I spent all of last week defending Antonio Brown. Mm. After the walk-off in New York happened, I said Bruce Arians is the one in the wrong. Bruce Arians is the one who tried to force him back on the field. He was injured. That's a true scenario of a coach trying to be a disciplinarian and a player saying, I get paid way too much to be told what to do like that. I'm hurt. And then what does this fool do? He goes on to the Send It In podcast and talks about how Rob Gronkowski makes more money than him. If he truly was Tom Brady's boy, uh, why does Rob Gronkowski make more money than A.B. does? Antonio Brown uh, going out there and uh, and acting like a, a, a jackass, to be quite honest. And so, for me, I, that's the last time I ever try and go out on a limb for someone like Antonio Brown. He's just a bad guy. He sucks. Uh, and I made myself look bad going to bat for him like three straight days and isn't this how ab works as soon as you try and take his side on something he does something or says something that makes you realize i probably shouldn't have gone in that spot i um to quote one of the toys in toy story 4 i don't just have one question i have all the questions (laughs) how how are you defending him how did you even try to justify oh he's injured and somebody tried to make him stay on the field and then that way, I, I know. your job is I know. to stay there. I know. You don't know. just go when you feel like it. You don't just go and take your clothes off when you feel like it. I know. What well, is he, a five-year-old? If it makes you feel better, Pierre Garçon <laughs> smacked me down on that, too. Yes, uh, I he, he was. He was like, uh, he, the thing about Pierre is he heard me out. 
and he's got that like calm disposition. And, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I think he's agreeing <laughs> with me. And then he gives me the, well, actually. And uh, that's what like really hurts is when you get the, well, actually, from someone with that type of personality. And he's like, yeah, he might have been trying to make a point, but it was the presentation that wasn't good. And right. I couldn't argue with that. You take your shirt off and you do jumping jacks in the end zone and you run off. Uh, that's not good. But I was even still willing to look past that because AB's eccentric. I know. And in retrospect, I screwed up. And when he started going after Tom Brady, but this is my growth as a person, Keely. Since I used last to ju- week? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about overall. No, I've made I, I've I've made no growth. I've just come to a realization since last week. But okay. as far as uh, Tom Brady is concerned, I used to take shots at the guy whenever I could over everything. And then AB went after Tom Brady like that, which I thought was ridiculous because the only reason A.B. still has a career is Tom Brady, and I flew to Tom Brady's defense. Just flew to Tom Brady's defense. Like, A.B., that's the stupidest thing that he could have possibly done, and that's why I think now he won't have another job in the NFL because he went after Brady. That was a horrific decision, worse than taking off your shirt and jumping jacking off in, uh, off the field. Did we do drug test here? Did we? Do we test here? Because I just, I don't know, Glenn. They might need to check you. Oh, man. I really. You, you on that stuff. I know, I know. Like, I, I you, think maybe you got COVID brain or something. Yeah, I, 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 I might have post COVID brain. You're right. Something. Like I wasn't thinking clearly. That was, but that's the last How time I ever go to bed. Jumping jacks, take off their shirt, jumping jacks in the end zone. Mind you, mind you, a person that has randomly dyed his hair blonde and like his mustache blonde and had a fake <laughs> vaccination card. But yeah. you're like, you know what? Though? You know what? I'm a rock rhythm on this. You one. know what? Cut that out. I actually, now that you bring up, I totally forgot about it. That between the fake vaccine card and the blonde dyed Are you mustache. with the woman outside his, where the cops had to be called outside his house down at Woodsy Broward, Miami? Broward. He's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. I get it. But if you're comparing the vax card, Lord the fake vax card. need a hug and, and a drug test. And dyeing your mustache blonde. I almost feel like the, the dyed blonde mustache, to me, is more <laughs> offensive than the fake vaccine card. Like, <laughs> I just got the picture. I just pictured how ridiculous that looked when he dyed his mustache and blonde. And did he come up in like an armored, he came up in an armored <laughs> yeah. car that year? Yes, yes, he should did and wasn't i believe there was a helicopter at one point with antonio oh brown as well yes oh good but, lord but this you're gonna roll with him on. i know not but anymore I'm roll, but i'm gonna roll with you on the jumper jacks in the end zone <laughs> you know you sound stupid right i, I know i don't I know. like to call people that i know no i know I you're not it. stupid you no sound stupid. i do sound stupid i mean yeah. I, we can make an argument i am stupid uh <laughs> uh let's go to uh i've seen your wife you're <laughs> oh I, I, that is very well said that's about the smartest thing i've done uh lonzo is in Boca. You could argue about Lonzo and his intelligence being a Lions fan for this long. Lonzo, what was your rock bottom this season? Week three against Baltimore when the clock expired and Tucker kicked the 66-yard field goal. (laughs) Now, if, if you're a Lions fan or you know anything about the NFL and the Lions, they just will never, ever let my Lions reach the Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen. The, 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 the planets have aligned. The Calvin Johnson catch in the end zone that wasn't. The, the playoff game against the Cowboys where there was four fouls. They didn't call one. We lost that one. You know, it, after a while, you know, when we almost came back and beat San Francisco in the first game, uh-huh. it's like, okay, these guys, you know, they're playing pretty decent ball, but I mean, how many times can you have your heart broken in one season? 
Baltimore, Minnesota. I mean, they lost like seven games by four points or less this year. Yep, absolutely. But I, but I think next year they better look out. They're going to have to find another reason to keep them out of the playoffs. Uh, see, this is the most dangerous thing. That Lonzo is entering dangerous territory because now he's a Lions fan with some hope. He's a Lions fan with some expectations, and everybody knows how that ends. Lonzo, appreciate the call. Uh, the the I totally for yeah the Justin Tucker's sixty six yard field goal off of the crossbar bouncing through. That is one of those things where you swear off football, where you just say, you know what, I'm packing it in. I've seen enough. I, this is a done deal. Uh, uh, that one, and I'll I'll say this though, the Lions rebounded well. Like I do, kind of feel like there's some hope in that spot. I don't know how it ends, but the Lions feel a lot better than the Dolphins do right now. At least feels like there's some consistency right now with the Lions. What was your NFL rock bottom? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. When we return uh, to me some damning revelations about Brian Flores this morning on Pablo Torre's ESPN Daily podcast. And I want to get Keeley's thoughts on it because Keeley is the one who says the NFL rock bottom for her is is Brian Flores being unemployed, being fired. But I want to get her her thoughts on what we're going to hear from Marcel Louis Jacques. She is Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 1063.